Our second scripture reading comes to us from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 9, verses 52 through 62. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. And he sent messengers ahead of him. On their way, they entered a village of Samaritans to make ready for him. But they did not receive him because his face was set towards Jerusalem. When his disciples, James and John, saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them. They then went on to another village. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, follow me. But he said, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. This ends the reading of God's holy word. May God add many blessings to the hearing of it. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Amen. The lectionary did me no favors tonight. If I was going to make a list of things that I wish Jesus hadn't said, I just read a significant part of it. Foxes have no dens, birds there have no nests, the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Let the dead bury the dead. Do not look back, don't go back to your home to say goodbye to your loved ones. This seems unduly harsh. I'm going to switch topics for just a second and tell you that if you'd met me 20 years ago, you probably wouldn't recognize me. While currently I have no hair, then I had hair down to about my shoulders. Right now I've got four earrings, then I had, or one earring, then I had four. Uh, I was a little bit of a wild man. I went to college when I was 18, and from what I remember, I had a great time. After three semesters, I got that dreaded letter saying, we suggest you continue your education elsewhere. I went to the local community college after a couple semesters of that, decided this isn't for me. And I moved out, got my own place and went to work. I waited tables, I bartended, I managed a books a million, a party city. And life was great. I had a really good time. I had a community college. When I went back, I was the one of the only places with my people in my own place. So it became the place where everyone went and hung out. But I had no purpose. I jumped from girlfriend to girlfriend, from job to job, from apartment to apartment. Just kind of flitting around. For four or five years I did that. I can't tell you how many different places I worked, how many different roommates I had, how many different girls I dated. 
It's just going from here to there. Today's reading from Genesis takes place in the Garden of Eden. In the beginning of the creation story, the Genesis tells us that God took dust and he breathed into it. And there was humanity. And he made this garden and he told Adam and Eve not to eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. And they did anyway. Because as people were rebellious. And God gets angry with them, gets angry with the serpent, curses them, and tells them, remember, from dust you came, and to dust you will return. We hear ashes and dust put together often. From ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Because from dust we came. And to dust we will return. And I was thinking about that as I was preparing for Ash Wednesday. And I was thinking, much like I was in my 20s, if you take dust and throw it up in the air, it's going to go whichever way the wind blows it. It's going to go here, there. It's going to end up on your TV, your entertainment center, under your couch. It's going to form tumbleweeds and blow through town. It's going to go everywhere. And it multiplies. If you don't dust or vacuum regularly, it grows and grows and just goes wherever it wants. No purpose. No reason. We were dust until God breathed into us. And remember, in Hebrew, the word for breath is the same as spirit. That God breathed his spirit into us. Today's reading from the Gospel of Luke begins with Jesus setting his face towards Jerusalem. Shortly before he was taken up, Jesus set his face towards Jerusalem. Jesus has a purpose. Jesus is on a one-track path. Heather and I have a wonderful marriage, but every once in a while we butt heads because we could both be very stubborn, we could both be very strong-willed, and we could both get on that one-track boat where nothing is going to stop us from doing something. And that's great until unless those one-tracks are crossing each other, or worse yet, heading towards each other. And I wonder where Hannah gets it. Jesus turned his face to Jerusalem. And he could think of nothing else. He went to the Samaritan village, but they turned him away because he was so focused on Jerusalem. Someone said, Lord, let me come with you. And he said, well, I've got no place to lay. I am going to Jerusalem. Until then, I have no home, nowhere to go. Another person said, well, let me come with you, but first I've got to go bury my father. And he said, let the dead bury your dead. We are going to Jerusalem. Someone else said, Lord, I want to go with you, but let me go say goodbye to my loved ones. 
And he said, whoever is plowing cannot plow straight if they are looking back. And I am looking forward because my face is set on Jerusalem. He had a one-track mind. He was heading to Jerusalem and nothing could stop him. That's why I think this passage is really about, I don't think it's about that we shouldn't have relationships because remember, shortly after this passage, Jesus goes to visit Mary and Martha. And the Gospel of John tells us that just before he entered into Jerusalem, he goes and visits them again when Lazarus dies. He maintains those relationships. He continues to go. But he's saying, I have a purpose I have a mission. I have a focus. Friends, we came from dust. Until God's Spirit was breathed into us, we were aimless. We were directionless. We were going wherever the wind blows us. But then God breathed life into us. And like Jesus, we set our eyes on Jerusalem. Like Jesus, we are given a purpose, a mission, something to accomplish. During Lent, we travel with Jesus towards Jerusalem. During Lent, we prepare ourselves for the events of Holy Week. We prepare ourselves for the betrayal, the arrest, the trial, the crucifixion. During Lent, we try to make ourselves more holy, to become more like Christ. And to do so, we have to realize that we depend on God. Without God, we are nothing. Without God, we are dust. So we gather this evening. We gather to receive the mark of the cross, remembering to who we belong. We gather to receive the mark of cross, the cross to remember who gives us our purpose, our mission. And that mark of the cross is made out of ash to remind us that without God, we are without purpose. Without God, we are only dust in the wind. We cannot confess our faith in Christ without first confessing that we need God. If we think we could do it all ourselves, if we think that we are immortal, then what do we need a Savior for? We could come up with our own purpose. But when we remember that it's ash we came from, that it's dust we're made out of. Then we realize we depend on God. And it's God's love in Christ and God's grace that sustains us, saves us, 
and gives us our purpose in life. Amen.